Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you with me today as we are going into Tuesday. Hope you had a good start to your week. We had a great start yesterday, out soul winning. I was able to go with my son-in-law again on yesterday, and um, I think that we saw three people saved yesterday, out soul winning. And boy, it's exciting to be able to reach people for Jesus Christ, and I hope that you're going after it. Um, not every day you're going to feel like it, but you gotta, you got to just go do it. And once you start doing it, just start telling people about Christ. You'll be surprised how, one, people are very receptive to it. Just explain the gospel to them. Let them make the choice. They'll tell you whether they want to get saved or not. It's not that difficult. I think too many non-soul winners try to make it difficult for everybody else, to be quite honest with you. I'd encourage you. You be a soul winner. You get out there. Tell someone how to be saved. Then as we go through this week, let's continue to be prepared. Now, Maranatha Baptist Church, of course, I'm asking you this week to really pray for our services on Sunday, especially Sunday night service, as we have an important kind of like a family meeting on Sunday night. And I'm asking you, of course, I've been asking everybody in the church family to at least fast and pray one day this week for Sunday night service. Would you do that? And I hope that you would. That would be a great help to us that God would get involved in what's going to happen Sunday night. I believe it's of God, but I want to make sure that we are in an attitude of prayer and that our hearts are in tune with God as we go into Sunday asking God to do something mighty through us. Well, today, let's talk about um, a little phrase, he shall be holy unto thee. In Leviticus 21, verse 8, the scripture says, Thou shalt sanctify him therefore, for he offereth the bread of thy God. He shall be holy unto thee, for I, the Lord, which sanctify you, am holy. Now God made it clear that Israel was to treat the priest with the high honor with high honor and respect. Now this did not come without the priest living up to the standard by which God commanded them to live. God expected the priest to live to a higher standard because they were his representatives. Now they did not live to a higher standard because they were better than anyone else, but they were to live to the higher standard to be the example to how people ought to live. The priest carried a great responsibility to live according to all that God instructed them to live. Now, because the priest lived to such a high standard, God expected the people to hold him to in high regard and in high honor. Verses 1 through 7, God showed, the priest, showed how the priests were to live. But in the verse I just read to you, God says to the people to sanctify the priest, that he shall be holy unto thee. Now, the priest was not to be treated like every other person. He was to be treated with high regard and respect. Now, was this priest a sinless person? Absolutely not. Remember, he had to go into the Holy of Holies with blood to apply for sin, so he was not a sinless person. But he was as much, he was as much man as everyone else, but, he, but it was his office that he held, which was the reason why people were to hold him in such high regard. Now, the tabernacle and the priest in the Old Testament were a picture of the church in the New Testament. Acts 7, 38 calls the congregation of Israel the church in the wilderness. It was not a local church, but it pointed to the local church, which means that, that we should conduct ourselves in the manner that God told the priest and the people in Israel and the wilderness to conduct themselves. Now, pastor... You are God's representative to his people in the local church. And it is your, high, it is your responsibility to live 
to a higher standard of what God demands from your people. Now, we don't live to a higher standard because, because we are someone great, but because of the office of the pastorate that we hold. Your office is a representative of God to man. And you should dress differently than the people. You should live to a higher standard. Your home life should be held to a higher standard. You may not like living in a glass house, but when you chose to accept the pastorate, you chose to live in a glass house. And I get tired of these preachers, well, I live in a glass house, stop judging me. Then get out of the pastorate because you chose that. Um, I, I don't ever, re I, I'm 55 years of age. I'm a preacher's son and I'm a pastor now. And I've never, I've never regretted having to live in a glass house. That just means I have to live better. If you don't want to live in a glass house, get out of it. You can't, you can't expect your people to hold you to in high regard and treat you with great respect if you don't live to a higher standard because of who you represent. But church member, you follow me now. Your pastor is not one of the boys and should not be treated in such a manner. You should treat them with high regard and great respect because they are God's representative. No, no, they're, they're not God. They're, they're, they're sinners like everyone else but who they represent and the office they hold that demands that you treat them with great respect and honor. When you lose respect for the man of God, you will always lose respect for God. It never changes. For he's, he's God's representative to man. You see, we live in days when many feel like they have a right to disrespect, talk bad, mistreat, uh, mistreat God's man, but God will not stand idly by as you go after his man. God will and does defend the man of God. And when he does, it never goes well with those who have gone after God's man. Well, I've only been a pastor for five and a half years, almost six years. And I've seen people who have gone after me, and I'm not anyone special. Boy, I've seen God do some serious things to them. Now, you have to understand, it's that office of the pastor. Now, that's why when your pastor calls, you answer the phone. When your pastor says, I want to get with you, you get with him. I've never, listen to me, in all the years that I was underneath a pastor, if my pastor called me, I always called him back. If he said he wanted to get with me, I always got with him. You know what you're telling, what you're saying on yourself? You're saying when you're avoiding God's man, I'm not right with God, and I know it. It has nothing to do with everything else. You're trying to justify yourself. You know Every man of God I've been under, even some, okay, I think of a pastor I was under. I disagree with him. I eventually left the church, but I met with him. I told him, I said, I need to leave. I didn't belittle him in front of, I didn't say, uh, this is why I disagree. I just said, you know, I think, I think we need to move on. I said, I, I just know. And I knew because he, he was going a different direction than I. Now, today, he's not in the ministry. But when he called me up after that, I still returned his call. I still respected him. He was still my pastor until I moved out of the church. Now, we've got to get back to the days that we respect the man of God. When, you're, when, when you, you, you hold it in high regard, don't you gossip about him. When you go home, don't let your children talk bad about him. When you hear somebody else talking about him, you need to say, now, we need to stop this. Why? Because he's God's man. And my friend, whether you're a pastor or a church member, we must never forget the high position a pastor holds. We ought to treat it with dignity, respect, no matter which side you're on. Never be flippant about being the position of God. That's why these, these preachers that run around, no ties and look, golf shirts and looking like, trying to be like one of the boys. 
Um, I'll be honest with you, they're not much of a man of God. And I'm just being very honest with you. Want to go in a pulpit and look like they just came out of the golf course. Um, well, there's no verse in the Bible that says you ought to wear a tie. Yes, but in, in our society, uh, even the President of the United States comes and addresses the people in a tie. And you mean to tell me that the office of the pastor is lower than the office of the President of the United States? God help some of you pastors that have been looking to the liberals out there, the Rick Warrens and the, all those kind of guys, and, and letting them dictate how you live. Shame on you, you preachers. Get out of the ministry if that's what you're going to be. Hold your office to a higher standard. I tell my men who come to our church, who are on my staff, I say, listen, we, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a white shirt guy. Now, there's nothing, there's nothing spiritual about white shirts, but I'm a white shirt guy. And I, I tell my men, I say, anybody that stands behind our pulpit and preaches, they're going to have a white shirt on. You say, why? Because it's just something that I, I just want to hold to a higher standard. And somewhere, somewhere, We've got to become a people that get back to respecting the office of the pastorate and understanding, no, no, the pastor is not sinless. Yes, he's a man, but his office he holds is sacred. And that ought to be treated that way both by the pastor, the one who holds that office, and those who are underneath that office. We start treating God's office right, the office of the pastor right. You'll see that God will get more involved in a positive way in your life and in your church if we get back to doing that. Ought to be a respect. Ought to be a fear. Ought to be a, a holiness about that, that we say, I want to treat it right because, I, I, because of the position that he holds. Well, I hope this is a help to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.